And this is uh, Duwamish uh, territory, but today uh, we do celebrate our lives, the fact that we are above ground, that they have not put a bullet in us. Uh, and that, that's a, a, a credit to, um, to me, to the Almighty, because uh, we should be preserving everybody's life. But right now, we have a crisis. Even the international um, law states that we have a right, we have a human right to be here, okay? And they're also saying that we're right now in the midst of this racial terrorism that is terrorizing our homes, terrorizing our family, and it's very unjust and it's very uncouth. Back in the day, we used the term called uncouth. It's uncouth for you to think that you could just say that I, I fear for my life as an officer, and then you think that we're not in fear of you out there shooting and killing us. Okay, I look like Mohawk's back again. Thank you, Pearl, for procrastinating. That was really helpful. Now we can do this historically accurate. The point is, the Seahawks missed the complete point. The complete point is so that basically our national anthem does not stand for what it's supposed to stand for, freedom. As long as a certain race or any person of color is not free, no one's free. So until we basically stand up and stand together, united, so that we are the United States and basically that our flag does stand for freedom, then, then our flag is basically as good as the Confederate flag. Anyways, besides maybe you feeling wet, like I do, ugh. Anyways, who else wants to speak out? Say something, say why, why you're here today, why I think I'll raise the test with somebody, I don't care. Wanna speak? Hello everyone, my name is Javi, and when you're killed by the police, you're killed twice. First by, physically by the cop, and then second by the media, uh, when they bring up things of your past to try and justify your death. I don't care 
if Michael Brown stole a pack of cigarettes. That's not a justified murder in any civilized society. Oh, um, all it's millions of dollars, they don't get gunned down in the streets. And um, also, Martin Luther King said it best that an injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And if a person could, say, be denied refugee status because of their religion, or if you could be treated inhumanely for not having proper documentation, or if police could justify your murder because of any little thing you do wrong, what makes you think that these injustices won't happen to you eventually? Of course, eventually, if they get, if cops get away with killing black people, they're eventually gonna get away with killing everyone if we don't fight now. Thank you. Black power! Let me put it this way. I was not white, so I did not speak. I was not black, so I did not speak up. I was not Latino, so I did not speak up. I was not Hispanic, so I did not speak up. I was not Jewish, so I did not speak up. I was not Arabian, so I did not speak up. They came for the Jews, the Muslims, the blacks, the whites, the Latinos, the Hispanics, the Arabians. And then guess what? There was no one to stand up for me. The minute you let someone else oppress you and you don't stand up, it's the minute that you lose your freedom. It's the minute that basically, in a sense, you are basically saying, when you're, your silence is the oppression because basically what you're saying is, it's okay, there's no problem here. But in a sense, when, actually, when, it, when it's your problem, when you're the one that's actually on the ground getting shot down, you need someone to stand up for you. So, in a sense, this is, this is why we all need to stand up and that's why we're here today because if we don't speak up, who will? Just like if I was shot down by Seattle police or any other police department, will they look at my criminal record, my many arrests for protests, my non-arrest related protests? Will they look at that? Will they try to justify them killing me for that for the many arrests and no convictions? I don't see how conservatives or anybody, any white person or anybody, could justify justify, have to logically justify killing by looking at someone's record. So you're saying, as if you're conservative, or any other person that doesn't agree with us, basically, oh, if you get shot by the police and you die, are we going to say, oh, you know what? You know what? He had, he had a freaking, well, what's it called? He had a, he had a freaking criminal trespass. He had a, I don't know, felony assault. I don't know what he wanted to call it. I don't care. But, they're going to try to justify it. There's no, there's no justifying murder at all. Whose lives matter? Black lives matter. 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 Whose
I'm gonna talk about the Clevenger tweets. And know how I found out about them? I didn't know about them. I was probably, I think I was, I think I was actually off work that day. I think I was not working that day. By the way, it's really hard to plan a protest working all the time. So I went away and say, well, get a job. Uh, I have a job and two, I work so much, I can barely even put any protests together. I take a day off this, put a damn protest together. Anyways. You're welcome. Shit, takes a minute. Anyway, what well, I was gonna say, basically, whose life matter? Black lives matter! Whose life matter? Black lives matter! Okay, one thing I want you guys to do, and I'm probably both on Facebook, but actually I know it looks super cool, is I have like, I, I, I like actually right now, because I actually have 1600 Black Lives Matter signs, but I have 500 in that box right now, or probably like 200 right now. So you guys get those Black Lives Matter signs passed out so we can march with Black Lives Matter signs in our hands. Whoever's not holding a banner have Black Lives Matter sign in your hand. I know there's more now because there's about 500 in that box. So pass them out and talk about each other. And the let me let me touch on the mayor. Let me touch on the mayor. During his budget meeting, we looked out the public. He said, I am, a, I am an ally, but I did not, I did, I'm not a black person, so I don't know their experiences. Well, I ain't gotta tell you something, Mr. Mayor. I'm half black, half white. A police officer takes out his uniform at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, I'm born my skin color. I cannot change my skin color. I can never change my skin color. A police officer can take his thing off at the end of the day, his uniform. And God damn, it feels good to take off your uniform at the end of the day. Because God damn, you're at work, you know it feels good to take off your work clothes. So, they enjoyed it. We thought they enjoyed being at work at the end of the day. But when you have your skin color, you're born, you can't just take your skin color off at the end of the day. God, I wish I could. If I was a little, some days I wish I'm a little blacker, some days I wish I'm a little whiter. If I could just do that magically, like the friends want I don't know what I do. I'd be so happy. Anyway, whose lives matter? Black lives matter! 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 Now, before I get to speak out in March, I want to touch on one little, little thing. Has anyone heard about Seattle Police and their tracking of activists on social media? Yes. Uh, this, is a, this is the exact reason why I never tell police to march route or tell any of you whenever you ask about what a march is, the route. Because I know they've been doing that. I figured out during Occupy. I figured out really quick that they're, they're tracking activists constantly. There's actually currently an activist that's actually being held on false charges in East Washington that I'm actually friends with. So I'm not really surprised by all this tracking stuff they're doing. They've been doing it for years. It just come to light recently. And it's not acceptable in every simple word. Now whose lives matter? Black lives matter! Whose lives matter? Black lives matter! Whose lives matter? Black lives matter! Now who wants to speak out? Somebody still haven't speak. Black, white, I don't care. It's one of these. But I was born and raised in Seattle, Washington, and I have never been more proud in my life. I don't care, dude. 
people are showing the rest of the country how it's done. Thank you. And a solidarity cannot be ignored. I will be damned if my hard-earned tax dollars would go towards my death. Paying my executioner, paying my children's executioner, I will do it. We together today to say we have a right to protest peacefully, a right to be heard, and to speak out for accountability for the police force. That is not a threat to the police force. It should not be a threat unless something is wrong and you are trying to cover it up. Accountability is never a threat. Thank you. Already. Who wants to speak out next? Right, right here? Okay, behind me? No. I ain't like nobody to speak. But you want to say fuck you? That's a potty mouth. I don't deal with potty mouths. was my mom arrested. I was five years old. It was sad for me. I was telling my mom, don't call the cops. Please don't. They called, she called the cops for a petty reason, right? But it was nothing, nothing was wrong about her. They got her, arrested her in front of my eyes. A little boy, I'm thinking everything's gonna be good. She was sent to jail. I went to my grandparents the next day. So you think about all these cops nowadays, they think they're all good, they're not. They're bystanders too. You think they're all, 46%. Last time I checked, in 2013, all the ones that are doing police brutality. The 54% are just bystanders. So you should know that now, that they're not trying to help us. We're the ones here trying to step up for our own selves. Know that. We are here for us. And the people that are on our sides, the Caucasians, I thank you. Huey P. Newland said the same thing. You know, if you guys want to change things, make your own. Make your own. Your party. It was called the White Panther Party. If you know about that, you need to know about it now that we're all trying to help each other. You know, this is a different society now. It's not gonna be racist like before, but it is still the same. 
There's a lot of bigots out here, but they're all enclosed. Know that. My name is Rayshawn Blackwell. I hold the last name with my own pride. Blackwell. That's me. Black pride. I know what I look at. I know who I'm looking at. I was called nigger in my face. I know that shit. It hurts. And I know other people are saying the same thing. I know I'm just in a northbound society that, you know, oh, I'm raised here and nothing happens. I've never been down the south before, but I know the shit's real. Reality's here now. You guys gotta know that. We're gonna vote too, right? You guys gotta change that. I don't give a fuck about the politicians though. I'm serious. I really don't care. But you know you have to change that for whatever whatever it is. Hillary's on our side, I know it. You know, you got Bernie. I was voting for Bernie. That's who I am for. But, hey, we have two lesser evils. We have to choose. Would you want to choose Donald Trump? No. No. I love to talk. I do. I do. So there's one more thing I want to say. Fuck Donald Trump. Right now, hold up like a hold up the black lives matter. Just a second. Hold the black lives matter side if you got one. Hold it up. Look how powerful and beautiful that looks. Look how powerful and beautiful that looks. When I brought that box of Black Lives Matter signs, there was 500 Black Lives Matter signs in that box. That means we have over 500 people. I will not rely on the media. I will not rely on the media or the police to tell us the numbers anymore. I will count it by individual signs handed out. So there's more than 500 signs, there's more than 500 people. Right now I'm guessing about 600. So, be proud of yourself. This is a moment of history we are creating. We are creating a moment of history. So, united we stand, united we fall. In a sense, let's, let's, whose lives matter? Black lives matter! Whose lives matter? Black lives matter! And now I'm gonna let you go. I'm a white girl, and I have been silent for far too long. I did not realize silence was consent. This is my first rally. This will not be my last. Every time I was silent when I saw an injustice, it was consent. And I am sorry. Black lives have to matter. It's not that all lives matter until black lives matter. Someone's going to take the mic. Sorry. This is like the first time I actually operated this in the rain, so I'm trying to help if it stands out. I have to buy me one. Fuck. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is, whose lives matter? Black lives matter! Whose lives matter? Black lives matter! I'm born out by more people speak out. Tip one. We are no longer named Justice for Mike Brown in Seattle. One reason, I haven't replaced the banners yet. That's why I have banners named Justice for Mike Brown in Seattle. I haven't replaced the banners yet. Two, we are now named the Black Liberation Front. 
For one reason, because all blacks are seeking freedom. The government, the FBI, does not want blacks to have freedom. That's one thing that we realize in Martin Luther King was shot. So, one thing you got to realize is, I'm changing name, and that's, this is also in preparation for Black Lives Matter Friday, which is on November, which is on the Friday after Thanksgiving, which I believe is November 25th this year. My dates might be wrong, I have to look at the event page again. The event page I'm having since last year. Now it's changed up some stuff. Anyways, who wanted to speak out? Hi, how's everyone doing? I'm going to consider everybody here a new friend of mine today, so I want to explain to you why I'm here. I'm sick of every single day, nearly, a new hashtag. Who else is sick of that? Who else is sick of black children being criminalized, being suspended at seven times the rate as white children? I am. Um, I know these marches and, the, and, and, our, and our movement irritates people, and what I have to say to that is, quit killing my people, and I'll quit blocking your freeways and coming out here and marching. Black Lives Matter. Okay, I'm Queen Pearl, and it's a lovely day because we're making it lovely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, anything we do is all right, huh? <laughs> yeah. If we stir up the pot, it's okay. If we get out in the street, it's okay. If we let Obama know that we don't like what's going on, it's okay. Uh, the next one coming in, if, we, if they still haven't changed anything, we're going to let them know that it's not okay what you're doing. We don't like what you're doing. If we didn't like what you were doing, we wouldn't be out here, am I right? So, yeah. So we're gonna keep on keeping on because the fight is not over. It's a shame that we even have to be here, but we live in a society that separates people based upon the color of their skin. It's just that thing that we're living in. Like uh, that song said, that thing. Well, we're gonna deal with that thing. Whatever that thing is, wherever it sticks up its ugly head, we're gonna stomp it out. Just like block the bunker. We're gonna block everything that's blocking us. Because every, every man, woman, boy and girl should be successful in this life. We shouldn't have to go through this type of torment. We shouldn't have to go through this type of torture. Torture is illegal in the United States, but yet and still, they're torturing us, huh? Now, something's wrong with that fuddy-duddy business, isn't it, huh? Something is wrong, and so we're going to go and we're going to uproot it, okay? And we're going uh, to uh, multiply. Just like they said, we are an army, and we're going to break every chain that binds us and keeps us from going forth. That's what we need to do. Not uh, sometime waking up thinking about it. No, put it on your mind every day. Every day that you show up, you need to be saying something that this is cruel. They even got that in legal terms, cruel and unusual punishment. They are punishing black people just for living here on the face of the earth, and it's wrong. I've had enough of it, and you should have enough of it too. Enough is enough. Here he comes. Bum, bum, bum. 
Anyways, who wants to speak out next? And please speak for a long time. Trying to get the march ready. So please speak out for a long time. Just speak. I don't care who. Hey, how y'all doing? I just want to say we all know what's going on. It's been going on for a long time. But I still got hope that things will change. When I came down, I honestly didn't think I would see this many white people down here. But I am really inspired and I'm really shocked. And it amazes me how many people come down because we all see what's going on. And I, I thank everybody, blacks, whites, everybody, because y'all all see what's going on. I had to wake up. I didn't think that many white people would see it. And I'm really shocked because I actually see it myself. I didn't see it. I never seen this many white people that really cared. And I thank y'all. I, I know y'all in the struggle now. I, I really see that now. And I salute y'all too. Thank y'all. Yeah, and um, here she is right here. Hi. As you can probably tell, I'm white. And uh, I'm one of those white people that cares. And there are many more of us that aren't here for reasons. But I want everybody to know here that there are a lot of people across this country, white people, people of all colors, that, that are with you. And we want to support you. We just need to know how better. And we need to learn how because we're, our minds have been poisoned also by white privilege. So we got to learn, and we're learning. Thank you. I can appreciate that. Hey, everybody, how's it going? So. Here's what I say when I hear our white allies, allies come out here, and, and I'm glad you're out here. But you know what? Some of the things you can do as allies is learn about white privilege, white fragility, and learn what these things mean. And so you don't get so affected by when we talk about these topics, right? And get so affected negatively and, and make it all about you. You know, because until we get, you know, past that, we can't really have productive conversations on race because people get their feelings hurt too easy. And then I've had so many friends that people I've known all my life. And so we gotta have these tough conversations about these issues before we can even go anywhere. So I encourage white people to learn about privilege, learn about their fragility, and teach your kids the same thing, and teach as many of your friends about this and everything. Because then, right, then we can stop saying, okay, you're a white person or you're a black person, but you're my brother and my sister. But we can't do that until we get over this hurdle of the race issue and, and people start getting some empathy and stuff like that because without empathy and really putting yourself in our shoes and colored people's shoes, it just looks good. And that's all I'm saying, but I'm glad you're out here. Keep learning, education, learn about the true history of this country because this is all based on systematic racism from day one. See, a lot, of, a lot of white people don't understand that there's three tiers in this country. You got blacks on the bottom, poor whites, and then the rich, right? And so the poor whites have been really bamboozled, and we're given a little bit of something to say that you're a little bit better than somebody else. 
but we're all in the same boat, right? We're all in the same boat. We're all getting treated the same, but the black people are getting treated just enough worse, you know? So until people realize this stuff, we're going to have a hard time coming together as the people, the common people, because that's what we are, the common people. It's really the 99% of us against that upper 1%, 4% up there. So that's all I got to say. Let's do this thing, though. Uh, hey, everybody. I am Filipino-American. I'm Asian-American. Um, and I'm up here to speak to reach my Asian-American as we have a culture of silence. And when, since, and when injustice happens to people of color that are not us, we don't say anything. I was one of the few people in my ethnic studies classes that was Asian, and that's wrong, because if something happens to someone that's a person of color, it's our problem as well. And we need to stand in solidarity with our black brothers and sisters. And I would love to encourage all more Asian people to come out to these and be in solidarity with these people. We need this. All right, I'm gonna keep it really short. Um, basically, I have a radio show on a radio station called Made Sounds Media, and it's a black-owned radio station, and I use my platform to speak out for Black Lives Matter. And I get a lot of people that say, oh, I commend you for you know, speaking out on an issue that doesn't affect you. And the bottom line is, is it does affect me. It affects everybody. I consider myself a humanitarian, and that's why I'm here today. And I just like thank everybody for embracing us. And um, Eddie P right here for me on the camera. And I hope that we can really make an impact today. So get more people out here. We got a couple hours. Get your people down here. so many people out here in the rain, nice fall day, good time for a protest, right? Yeah. So we're here to agitate the system, to get people who aren't paying attention to pay attention to the movement. So make noise, get loud, and be proud to be out here fighting for civil rights, all right? I wrote some stuff down, I'm gonna recite it. I am the bullet spilling blood in the streets. My silence upholds racist beliefs. In this land filled of greed, home of the slaves, been fighting injustice since first fucking grade. Ignorance is guilt, apathy is insane. It must be nice thinking everything is okay. Behind your white picket fence, in your gentrified hood, thinking people of color are up to no good. Now it's up to us to make everybody out there who's not here realize this has to change, it has to change now. So let's get loud and get our fists in the air and start making some noise so we can agitate these people. Thank you. I hate you already. Down, down one megaphone because apparently the other one's having technical difficulties. Oh gosh. Anyways, you want to speak? Come on. Give me a little princess, come on. I want to talk about mental illness for a second. It should not be a death sentence to be mentally ill and black. It should not be a death sentence to be black, period. But when you end up with the intersection of being, of having a breakdown, of having a moment of true internal panic, 
and you encounter the police and your skin happens to be black, that is particularly dangerous and we just need to raise our awareness of that. And as someone with a mental illness, I stand in solidarity. Thank you. So who wants to speak before we march? So who wants to speak out? Before we praise the color. A person of color first, preferably. So you want to ask person of color want to speak first, please. Don't be shy. I know at the end of March is I here. Oh, well, I didn't know about what country was speaking out. Well, this is your time to speak out here and say anything. How's everybody doing today? That wasn't loud enough. How's everybody doing today? My name is Darius. Um, I'm actually not from Washington State. I moved here from Ohio a little under a year ago. I'm from Akron by way of Maslin. And um, everything that's been going on, man, is, is, is pain in my heart. A lot of things that are going on in this country and some things that people don't want to talk about, two illnesses that people don't want to talk about, is bigotry and greed. That's what's been on this, our country since day one. And unfortunately, some of these police officers think that just because they come across somebody that's not the same skin color as them, that gives them the right to kill them for no reason. They treat blacks like their skin color is a crime that's not. I don't care what your skin color is, what your religion is. At the end of the day, we all human and we all made of flesh and bone, period. And I don't see how this people can call this place the United States of America when we divide by multiple forms of oppression. Whether it's racial, whether it's financial, whether it's chemical with drug abuse, alcohol abuse, cigarettes, even some of the junk that these fast food places are serving out, it's affecting us at a bad place, at a bad rate. So all I can do is tell you guys to keep following that golden rule and treat others the way that you want to be treated. And unfortunately, that may not turn out too good. As long as, as everybody treats others with love and respect, hopefully everything works itself out. But unfortunately, some of these police officers are crooked and they work and they do their job with bigotry in their heart. And that leads to innocent blacks getting killed for no reason, whether it's a pack of skills that they have, whether they're breathing the wrong way, or even if they're compl complying. When an officer asks somebody for their ID, a black man for his ID, and he reaches for it and gets killed, that's messed up. And ever since I've been here, I've been going at, going at things by myself, as far as just going out and just trying to adjust to being out here. But, um. This, this warms our heart right here, and I'm glad to be out here. And I want to thank all the non-blacks for coming out and supporting this. And I want to thank the non-black parents, especially the ones that brought their kids out today. I really thank y'all, because you're not just talking to talk, y'all actually about the action. Y'all not just saying, show people that are different from you, love and respect. You actually bring your kids with you and lead by example like a parent should do. I thank y'all, God bless y'all, and let's continue to fight for black lives, all right? God bless. So I've heard it many times on the Facebook page, on the Facebook events, and the face and, and, and right like 10 minutes ago. How can white allies get involved? Well, there's many ways. We've got many different groups here. We've got Block the Bunker. The one that currently sit on city council, they're focused on city-wide issues. Well, formerly Justin from Mike Brown, Seattle, so Black Liberation Front 
is focused on national and international racism and police brutality issues. We don't just stop at Seattle because the minute you stop at a city is your roadblock. The minute you're done, you solve the problems in the city, well, guess what? Your group's done! So, you gotta focus on the bigger picture of national issues and, and uh, international issues. Because until racism is eradicated from the world, and racism is eradicated from, from this country, when no one's free. We are, not, we are not the land of the free, we are the land of the oppressed. Just like the UN, just like the UN Council recently said, that basically, right now, there was a recent video of the UN basically recently video that black people deserve reparations. From, you know what the words they use? State violence. You usually hear that when you're, when you're talking about Syria, Afghanistan, East Africa, South Africa. Sorry about my geographic, I just know somewhere, I just know the, the geographic area. But basically like apartheid and stuff, that's where you hear state violence. You don't hear state violence in the United States. When you hear that from the UN, you know this country's goddamn fucked up. So when the UN's saying this country's fucked up by the violence police used against people of color or a certain race, then we got a big issue here. Until we actually solve that issue of any racism. And this is, this is what I encourage you guys all to do when you go home. Look up Australia Human Rights Campaign. This is one thing I wish Steve Covinger actually did. There's a, there's a campa campaign on, for Australian soccer players called Show Racism the Red Card. Because the red card in soccer basically means stop, you're out, you're over. And what I'm trying to say to racism right now is, you're done, over. There's no racism no more. We don't need no racism. Racism should be abolished. And that's it. Make the abolitionists, if conservatives hate me for wanting to end racism, because I view racism as, as, a, as a threat to my livelihood and me, then that's their problem. But, shit. I will fight racism from my grave if I have to. Shit. Because you cannot, they think they killed Martin Luther King, they think racism, oh, the, the issue of racism went away. No, it didn't go away, it's now more what I call family friendly. PC. So basically, what I've been telling media and what I'm trying to use tonight, people now is that basically black people should be treated like white people. And white people should treat black people like they're any other person in the world. It doesn't matter. I'm just I'm just talking literally it's, it's ridiculous that that like literally that it upsets people. It upsets people that uh, I'm asking you to treat a black person like like yourself, like a white person. That upsets you? Why? It makes no sense to me. So, it makes no sense that basically, in a sense, you're basically, you can't accept that. If you have to justify why a police officer kills someone, because you cannot logically comprehend it, because you have the brain of a five-year-old, logically try to comprehend it, then you are racist. You are part of the problem. So until you stand up and stand united and understand that black people, everyone, like black people and same white people, we all have the inner, we all in the same inside, we have different skin color. I'm black and white. 
What I say is, I turn white in the winter, black in the summer. I turn darker in the summer, white in the winter. So I guess I, can, I, guess I call myself a chameleon because I can flip back and forth between, between how I feel. So when I get arrested, police officers are always like, well, there's no, there's no mixed race form on, when you get arrested, there's no, there's no mixed race form is here, black or white. One time I was arrested, I was like, uh, is there an other box or two race box? No, black and white. Okay then. Anyways, who wants to speak out before we start marching? Not you, Emma. Who else wants to speak out? No. Who wants to speak out? Because they've been trying to co-opt our protest for as long as can be. Why do you think I have these banners now? Yeah, so I'm Eddie P. I'm a hip-hop artist in, uh, in Seattle. I'm originally from California. Been up here for about 10 years. And uh, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people out here, man, who's uh, sitting down on their backside because they skipped to get out here and speak about what's right, whether it's a, 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 a artist uh, with a high platform, some successful uh, business people or whatever it is, man. But Everybody give a hand to yourself for standing up for something that's right up in this country, man, because your right to protest, your right to lobby, your right to speak about the injustices, that's what's happening. A closed mouth don't get fed, and until you open your mouth, ain't nothing going to change. So everybody give, your, give yourself a hand for being somebody that's going to stand up and promote this damn change up in here. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, like I said, I'm a, I'm a hip-hop artist, man. I'm all about positive and, and just uh, um, doing the right things and whatnot. I'm going to spit a verse from a, um, uh, a song that I just wrote called I'm Dead Already. And um, it's a positive spin, man. When I'm saying I'm dead already, I'm saying that whether, I mean, whether it's old age or whether it's me dying for something that I believe in, I'm dead already. At some point, I'm going to die. So I may as well go ahead and do as much as I can to live my life to the fullest, representing mankind, not just a black man or white man, but mankind itself. It's called I'm Dead Already. Check it. Why they shoot Trayvon? Killed him like he was a murderer con. Imagine if you was his mom. Tell me why the police moving like the mafia up in the streets. Chief acting like a Don. Tell me why Chicago looking like the word in Iraq. As if they leading it's a Don. Why the water up in Flint looking like the rocket fuel up on a ship. And why the lights ain't ever on? Ain't the way to make a living sometime make you wish that you can give in? But that right there can't be forgiven. See the truth for everybody, but there's only just a few that ever listen. Yo, is there anything I'm missing? In my neighborhood dying like somebody who didn't got the death sentence? Ain't a fantasy of fiction. Tell me why all the leaders either in the penitentiary or prison? This Eddie P up in the building, see the system been rigged. I don't trust it. If I did, I'd be had. It's like the dad I never had going mad like the hatter, cause all the information that I gather, it ain't no different than the trash. Had a dream last night God told me boy I stay up on the path because I'm coming back fast I'm like hurry up then because my people out here is falling quick and I don't know if they're gonna last look I'm dead already I'm out y'all hi how are you guys doing uh, first of all I thank every one of you for coming here and it's very nice of you and God bless you. I love every one of you. You know, the media is also playing against us. I just want to share with you, my friend was telling me, tell the old story uh, about the media, what the media is doing to you. Don't listen to media. 
a friend was listening to media, a Fox News, and after listening for a long time, he gets so angry. And he picked up the baseball bat, and he's going out when his wife stopped him. Where are you going? She asked him. He said, I'm going to beat up all these Muslim terrorists, every one of them. Then she stopped him and said, did you forget that you're a Muslim too? So this is what's going to happen to you if you listen to media and they are working against you. Thank you for listening. I'm, I'm white, so I'm going to make this real quick. Um, and, and I also got to apologize for earlier I was going to come speak, and I, I realized it wasn't my turn. I didn't go back to the end of the, the circle again. I was sort of standing halfway in. And maybe that's a metaphor. We, we can't stand halfway in anymore. There is no neutral on a moving train. The white people got to get in the streets, too. But the original reason I came out here was that somebody mentioned the phrase lesser of two evils. I've been thinking a lot about lately. Um, now... I would never deny that Donald Trump is not infinitely worse than Hillary Clinton. He's not exactly Hitler, he's more like Mussolini, but I'm not going to lecture you on history. The fact is, the Electoral College, which is another part of this broken political system, means that Washington State is a safe state. It's going to go for Hillary Clinton almost certainly. No, I, I'm going to just go ahead and say 100%. I would bet money on it. That, that, that there's no way anyone but Hillary Clinton will win our 10 electoral, 12 electoral votes. Which means we have the freedom, we have the privilege in this state to vote for anyone. And I would recommend voting for Jill Stein, who I would say is the lesser of four evils. But I'm not, I'm not going to co-opt this. But... Um, I, I, Ajamu Baraka is a very outspoken uh, man of color, and um, the, the, but the, the, the most important thing is, uh, as a headline I saw in Films for Action the other day, is there are no Democratic or Green Saviors. You got to get in the streets. So I just want to say once more, these lying, murderous pigs—they're running amok. Did people see on Friday that they murdered this guy in Pasadena? Every 28 hours, a black person is being killed by the police. What time is it? It's time and past time to get organized for an actual revolution. Tulsa, Charlotte, Columbus, how long? Look, people have tried all the solutions that they say work, right? A black president campaigning for more candidates, more police training, the Department of Justice, White House conferences, body cameras, lawsuits, community policing, but none have stopped police murder after murder. Am I right? They won't work, and they can't work. Why? Because police murder, it's built into the system. If you didn't believe it when you saw it in Ferguson in Staten Island, the system has shown you again and again and again when they murdered Freddie Gray in Baltimore, Alton Sterling in Baton Rouge, Philando Castile in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and now Tyreek King, Terrence Kusher, Keith Lamont Scott. What was the other brother's name that was just murdered? Does anyone know? That, that's right. Alfred Arango, he was holding a, a cigarette. Who has an electronic cigarette? Hold it up right now. If you have it, you can get killed if you're black for holding.
having one of those things. And they're doing this. They're doing this to people all over this country. So the question is, I've heard this from people here, what do we do? Look, it's important that people rise up, that you're here today, and that you refuse to accept the continual murder of people, particularly black people, as well as Latinos by police. These and the other outrages and atrocities that are perpetuated by the system, they can't go down without us fighting back and rocking back the powers that be. But this must be built toward an actual revolution that overthrows this system at the soonest possible time. Because there is no solution to these outrages under this system. And as long as we live under this system, this will go on and on and on. And listen, I'm here to tell you that there is a way that we can make a real revolution and bring it to being a radically different and far better society. There is a strategy, there is a program, and there is a leadership for this revolution. You need to know about Bob Avakian and the party he leads, the Revolutionary Communist Party. You can go to revcom.us. And the other thing that I want to say is I want to give a salute to Colin Kaepernick. We have no respect for that genocidal rag. I want to give a salute to the students at Garfield High School. I encourage all of you to sit down, take a knee, and on the back of this flyer, if you got it, there's 11 reasons why people should sit down for this for sit down for that rag. And the other thing is, if people want to know more about this revolution, there's going to be a showing at the Seattle Public Library on October 8th. If you got this flyer, now let's get out in the streets and stop murder by police. Thank you, Emma. I didn't remember Bob Atkins actually a white guy. Anyway, who's lives matter? Black lives matter! 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 Who's lives matter? Black lives matter!